Are you the kind of gal who's not interested in how things used to be in the hair industry? Who wants to hear from ladies that are paving their own way while making waves? Well then, She Makes Waves is for you. I'm your host, Lindsay Mayuga, and join me as I interview and learn and get curious about other hairstylists I believe are living life on their own terms, defining what success means for them and living lives in alignment with that. Let's dive in. I'm so excited to have my course, She Nets Worth, be available and ready for you when the time comes. So I wish when I went independent almost eight years ago that I had a roadmap, I had a framework, I had systems, and I had a benchmark for knowing where things needed to be and what I needed to be doing. And for that reason, um, and the journey that I took to get here and to find a way to be able to operate my salon studio business in a way that allows me to have a life. I'm so passionate about sharing what I've done to be able to do that. And so She Nets Worth, my signature course, is is me bottling up everything that I do behind the chair, everything I do behind the scenes in my business to allow me to have kind of basically the life of my dreams. So please, if you are someone who has gone independent and is, feels like they can't, they're just treading water, or if you're someone who is wanting to go independent or not even sure if it's the right thing for you, all of these questions will be answered. And it is such a personal journey, but I promise you that you will get gain clarity, systems, and processes, and just your stress level and your uncertainty will just dissipate because the course is designed for you. It's me, me of yesteryear. So join me there. She Nets Worth is at my website, wavemaking.com backslash course. Hey guys, so today I'm going to do something a little different. I thought it'd be kind of cool because I see myself in so many of the stylists that I come across and that's makes sense, right? I mean, the content that I create is is kind of what helped me. And so I thought it would be kind of a cool episode to almost coach myself, um, myself of yesterday in an episode and tell you where I was and what I kind of did to get out of it. Because uh, I talked to so many stylists and um, I just... Like I said, I see myself in so many of you, and that's kind of the whole point, right? But um, I'm actually not doing one-on-one coaching anymore so that I can focus more on the other parts of my business, like doing the course and showing up for people there and behind the chair and being a mom. So I thought that if I could just do an episode where I share my experience and, and what changed for me, because... Um, I guess lately, I think I'm pretty sensitive to kind of the pulse of what's going on in the industry. And uh, lately, I've been I've been seeing, and maybe because I've been there, I I sense so much burnout. I sense so much um, just exhaustion, and I sense so many people spreading themselves thin and not being able to. Uh, pull themselves out of it. And um, being that I've been there, I thought, let me share Lindsay of 2017 to Lindsay of 2021. So I'm going to just take you back and I'm going to tell you what I would tell Lindsay of yesterday if I were coaching her. So 
uh, Lindsay of 2017 was seeing a ton of clients, um, feeling like I didn't have um, any, you know, boundaries with people, didn't know that that's what was really going on. Um, but just feeling like, feeling like people could kind of get me on Instagram, could get me in an email, could get me in a text message, could get me kind of from all sides. And I never used my, my cell phone primarily for work, but you know, over the years people get your number and I, I didn't know how to, it's like in the beginning it was like, oh my God, it's like all you ever wanted was to be busy. Right. And so, you know, you kind of feel like you have to have gratitude, but really when you do a job for as long as we do it and at, at the capacity, so many of us do it at, it can, things that once didn't bother you can start to really grind your gears. And when I talk to hairstylists, they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so mad at my clients. They're texting me all the time. And so just to take you a little bit back to where I was at, I was completely overextended. I, um, didn't have, any space in my schedule for anything to go wrong. I didn't have space for someone to be five minutes late. I didn't have space. I had no wiggle room in any part of my life. And I felt as though that was what came with being a hairstylist and being a busy one. And it was like, I had the dream. I was living it. And, um, uh, when I ended my partnership and moved to my new studio, I still thought, I had it going on. I worked 18 days in a row when I opened and I, uh, was like, Oh my gosh, like money's good. Like all of it. Um, and in hindsight, it, the money seemed so good because I worked 18 days in a row. So I just want to share with you what, what changed for me because I want for, I want so badly for other hairstylists to, have the experience that and the transformation that I've had and um, so much of what's in She Nuts Worth, my course, is not necessarily the systems and processes like, oh my gosh, you need my help figuring out how to get an LLC. It's more of all the systems and all the things that I've done to like alleviate that stress in my life and having checkpoints and having, having things set up to really function without me. So when I'm not there, I'm not responding to text messages. I'm not responding to emails. I'm really able to be present in different parts of my life. And, um, I, I want other hairstylists to feel empowered to make the changes that I've made because it will allow you to enjoy what you do again. And I think that we're all, wanting that, but I think it can be very challenging when you're in the thick of it to implement these changes because you maybe don't realize how much better it can be. And so for me, I want to share with you um, what, what I've done. So what ended up happening was I, I was, I burned out, right? Like I, I went to the Ember Hair Retreat in 2018 in February and it was, a, it was literally the first time I had sat down with myself and just sat with myself. And in doing that, there was a lot to unpack. And um, in unpacking that, and also I, you know, that was on the heels of that 18 days of working. And I, I went to Ember like sniffly and like basically sick because I had made myself sick. And, um, I think it was a really, uh, a big turning point for me. And I kind of went back to doing hair in a way where it 
was like, I really do have the ability to kind of remake this. And I tell people that what's helped me is to almost view this second leg of my career as like, I, I made a career change. And that's just like the mental mindset that's allowed me to feel like I have permission to make the changes I want to make. Because the career I had before, um, I don't know that if I hadn't had that reframe, I would actually feel like I could do all the things I'm doing. And I know that I wouldn't have felt that way because I didn't. I didn't know um, that in a matter of three years that I could... I was allowed to double my prices. I didn't know that in um, a matter of th- four years that I'd be able to, you know, work the three days I work and not evenings and not weekends. And I I couldn't honestly hold on to any part of that former career and the mindset of that former career and and do the things I've done. And so I share that with you to say, you know, I think a lot of us are scared scared of what we'll lose. But I think that the thing that I keep coming back to is like, I, w- I had lost myself. And I, I think that that's the one thing I want anyone listening to hear is that when, when I see people's uh, posts on Instagram and I see the sadness and I see the, just the, the exhaustion that people are feeling. And I see that, you know, they're tired from having to be on and the physical component of our job. I want you to hear that you have the power to change it. And I know it's easier to be like, uh, to blame this career and to blame the, the being on and the, the clients and, but it all starts with you. It all begins and ends with you. And there are, people that are in your clientele right now that feed into that belief system that you have that like this is just how it is but I promise you that that is honestly fear and you keeping yourself stuck because I don't have a career that feels like that and a lot of people I know don't but what it what you have to do to get it is you have to be willing to make those changes and those hard decisions that will put you face to face with yourself so it's like radical responsibility for the career that you're crafting because I crafted a career that I that became my own prison because it was not expansive it was built on people pleasing and codependency and you know, not taking ownership and not empowering myself to make the changes I wanted to make. You know, it's like after I watched my husband do the marathon, they came in to do a new client's hair. No one made me do that. So I have to get really curious with myself of like, what void or what is lacking in me that I need a stranger to tell me that I got them their job because of the color that I did? You know, that has a lot more to do with me And I think that that's kind of the inconvenient truth here is that it is something, there's something in you that is is feeling like it's not enough maybe, that like you have to have a, you have built a career that's happening a little bit at your expense. And um, 
I look back and I see that that's, that's really what I did. And I have to be so careful to not fall back into those tendencies when I'm feeling kind of low or feeling uh, insecure. I find that, you know, like when I, when I say like, you know, look at my clientele, you can look at the, my own health, you know, like who I am as a person. And the, the truth is I had awesome clients the whole time, but I had a whole segment of my clientele that reinforced that belief system that I had to hustle for my worth. And in no longer doing that, they're the very people that are like, oh, it's really dead in here. Or because they're like, who do you think you, what, what that person's saying is, who do you think you are? Like, why do you think you have permission to slow down? And it's like, in the grand scheme, it's like they don't give themselves permission. So then they're not going to give you permission. They don't give themselves. And, and the reality is, is when you start doing that, they can't sit with it. And then the beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing that happens is they don't. And then you have an entire clientele and then you attract the new segment of your clientele that likes that you like yourself because it reminds them to show up for themselves. And I, I just, I share this with you to say that as scary as it is to let go of the certainty of the career that you have in saving yourself and showing up in a way that honors you, if you can look at it as a career change, you can see that so many people, if they have a whole new career, that they end up having like to start from zero. But the really cool thing about being a hairstylist and having this new career is that you actually start off with your amazing clientele. So you're not starting from scratch. You're starting from what aligns with you. And then anything that doesn't align with you falls away. And you'll find that you have been showing up with glimpses of who you are. And the people that are still there are the ones that loved that from the get-go. And they're like, they, they don't even know, they just see you become more of who you are and they love that. And, you know, it's fun because the people that, you know, have been riding with you the whole time that were sh- you were double booking them and only spending half the amount of time with them that you could have been, when you start to show up in a more beautiful state for yourself, the really cool thing is, is you show up in a more beautiful state for them and you show up more present for them. And I'm really into lately that people are paying for your presence. And when I go somewhere, I want to pay for that person's presence. I want that person to be present with me. And even, you know, when, when we're not being present, we're paying for it by not being present. Because, you know, if I'm not present with someone, it really costs me as well. And it's like, you know, and that's the thing to realize with your clientele is like, if you're not able to be present with people, like people are paying you for your presence. If you are not present, it's costing you. It's c- coming in, a, in an adverse way to your financial situation because at the end of the day, that's, in my opinion, what people are paying for. They're paying for the space. Uh, they're paying for the energetic transaction. They're paying for you to be present with them. And in getting healthier... And realizing that you have the power to change your policies to have a life that honors you 
and that it's no one's fault and that it is scary and it takes a shit ton of ownership and it takes you having difficult conversations and setting new policies, getting a new phone number, doing whatever you need to do, but that it actually allows the people that are for you that are going to stick with you to have a way better experience with you because you show up in a more beautiful state. I think that realizing that it's ha- you're doing this for the people that you're right for. And I know that that is something that's really empowered me. And that's something that in the moment, I'm like, how cool is this? Someone that I used to double book for a base color and see for an hour of my time, you know, double booked, I'm now getting an hour and a half with them and I'm not juggling someone else and I'm present with them and they're compensating me for that time. And it's just this really beautiful transaction and energetic exchange. And I would wish that Lindsay of yesterday knew that it was allowed. I remember thinking like, no one's going to pay that. That's not, I can't do that. I can, I can charge a quarter, like three fourths of that, but I'd have to see two people to justify charging just that. And so many mind games we play that fear plays in our heads, but I promise you that it'll all work out and that um, being able to just work the schedule you want to work, have the energy for your own life. I say this all the time, but your clients do not know what it's costing you. They don't. They honestly don't. They don't know that you're not able to stand at the end of the day. They don't know that you're not able to celebrate your husband's birthday because you're too tired or you're working that night instead of being with them. They don't know what it's costing you. And the ones that are going to stay with you, they're going to ride with you, that don't know that, they don't want that for your life. They don't want you to be overextended. They want, they want to come to you and they want you to be making a living wage. And they want you to have a beautiful life. And they care about you. And there is a group of people that don't. And they're going to move on anyway. And I wish that I would have known sooner that the sooner that I started showing up for myself, the sooner that I could do that for other people and that I actually wasn't showing up for other people the way that I get to today because I I can't show up for, it's like, I can only meet you as deeply as I've met myself. So if I, if I'm not meeting myself, if I'm not, you know, watering my own grass, if I'm not taking care of myself, I, I don't really have much of a reservoir to love you from. And I wish, and, I, and I'm getting emotional saying this, but I really wish I would have known that the secret to my true success would come in first loving myself and in giving myself the life that um, allowed me to give to others from like my reservoir, my, my ability to show up for myself is a direct reflection of how much I'm able to show up for other people and that people pleasing and that um, giving at my expense was was not actually serving people like I thought it was and it was also serving something in me and it was filling a void in me that only I could could fill and I think that I share that to say we all have some radical responsibility to take of like why we were drawn to the profession, why we show up the way that we do. And I think if we take responsibility for that from our upbringings or the things that we've been through and we acknowledge it, then I think we have a really 
cool foundation to make changes from. But until we acknowledge that our brokenness, our woundedness, the things inside of us that drew us to this, um, that we have some ownership in that. And I think that once we acknowledge that and uh, we feel worthy of the lives we get to live, that's when they start to get good. And uh, I know it can be a little bit of an inconvenient truth because it pulls you out of the victim role. It pulls you out of the, I do so much for everyone, but it also pulls you out of being a martyr and pulls you out of being this resentful person that none of us want to be. And I mean, I got tired of being resentful. I got tired of being overextended and I see so many people I, I feel in the same boat. And I just wanted to share with you that um, it is possible to love what you do and it almost involves letting go of it and letting a new like era of your career happen to you. And then if it's not the career for you, it's not the career for you. But I, I truly believe that we don't know that until we show up to it differently. And in showing up to it differently, the way that, you know, treating it like a business instead of this emotional turmoil, like it is quite simple, the, the business of it. It's just that so many of us love what we do and we love people and we love it often at our own expense. And so there is a way to do it that does not come at your deficit and it begins and ends with you. So I hope you have a wave making day. This is just something that's been heavy on my heart lately because I, I feel as though I, I've been seeing it a lot and I just wanted to share with you that you are not alone it has happened to the best of us and that you can get out of this cycle and you can love what you do again. And, it, and if you get out of this cycle and you give it another go and it's not for you, then, then something beautiful will come from that as well. So have a wave making day and I will talk to you soon. <laughs>